You're listening to a show on the Planet Film Podcast feed. Hey, hey, welcome, everybody. So, as you can see, uh, finally, I am moved in. I got the new setup all done. Uh, for those of you who are uh, long-term or even short-term listeners, uh, we've been off for just two episodes of the main show um, just because I was moving in the last two weeks uh, and getting everything set up. Also, the whole thing, my internet took like five or six days to actually get installed. It was a whole mess. But we are here now, and we are ready to go for the show. Um, once again, my name is Sean Monk, and this is the Planet Film Podcast. Welcome back, everybody. So uh, let's go ahead and get right into it. As we said, he is TJ Cornwell. I am Sean Monk. Uh, we, you know, if yeah, you, if you're uh, just jumping onto the show for the first time with this episode, um, we like to, you know, just keep it light, like most podcasts. I think we have a little bit of just conversation in the meantime, especially now because it's been like two weeks. Uh, obviously, me and TJ have talked in that time. We just have not uh, done a little podcast uh, catch up. So, uh, right before the show, I know TJ was just telling me about some of his haircut troubles. I'll, I'll just give my story real quick. Cause as you can see, I have gotten a haircut, uh, basically. So if anybody has ever been to, uh, great clips before, uh, you will know that they print out a little receipt that like remembers what your haircut is basically. Um, so basically, long story short, I went and got my haircut, and, uh, I saw the receipt, I read all the stuff, um, but the hairdresser did not. Um, so I ended up, like, literally with half the length that I usually do, uh, as you can see, it's all sticking up as opposed to over, and then the hard part, she just did, didn't do it. <laughs> and I was like, uh, and then it was just one of those things where all of a sudden she was taking the little cape off me and just said good and i was like um uh sure <laughs> yeah exactly exactly i literally just said i was just like uh sure yep it's great thanks oh really uh let's see here no we are on, on youtube Uh, we, we are on on YouTube, but you are muted. That is correct. Okay. One second, guys. It's just my audio. Got to get it set up. That would be why. All right, guys. We appreciate your patience. Output. There we go. Talk again. Hello? Testing. One, two, three. Oh. Hang on. Okay. So now the stream can hear you, but I cannot. Oh, there so you go. one second. Oh, great. Gotta love that. Do, 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 do. <laughs> All right. Talk again. Uh, yeah. Hello. All right. Cool, cool, cool. Good. We got it set now. Yeah. So, right. bas so basically... 
my Discord was set to come through my headphones instead of through the software that we use. Uh, that, yeah, that's yeah. why that was happening. Um, but okay. uh, building on what you said, that is like, I've been, so my like friend just became like a barber. And mm-hmm. the reason I like going to Green Clips is really just because that they remember what I got. Because I, I don't, I don't know, three, two, one, five. Like, I don't know. So they know, like they know, I, I think I have a down yeah. pat now, actually. I think it's like, I get like a three on the side. Mm-hmm. And then they and then they say, "Oh, you just want to trim off the top." I go, "Yeah, sure." So that's what they do. Well, this time I went, and as you know, as you stated, uh, it's also a different person every time. So maybe you're yes. lucky you get the same person multiple times. That's happened to me a few times. Um, I'm also not one for small talk. I hate that. So yeah. mm-hmm. I almost always say, like, I will tip you more money if you don't talk to me. Do you do I you don't... say that to them? Do you no, I don't say, say that. Oh, I don't. Okay. I know. I don't know. I, I want to, but I would never say that. Yeah. Um, and so when I was getting my haircut, uh, she was like, she was like, Oh, do you want me to like trim your sideburns? I was like, sure. Uh, I was like, and so I thought she meant like, she would like make them the same length as like, you know, the side of my head. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she actually brought them up to my mid ear. So this time I was actually growing my, uh, facial hair back from when I had the mustache about like two weeks ago. And uh, so I had to shave my face again. So that kind of sucked. And then she just missed some spots. I had to have Danielle like shave Touch off like basically at, like on the top of my ears. Mm-hmm. And she also like did this thing where like, I don't know if you could see it, but like it looks like she trimmed above my ear. Oh, yeah, high. I do see that. And Danielle was like, Danielle was like, oh, well, it looks like she trimmed around your mask. And I was like, well, I took my like the, i took the part off yeah they made me like <laughs> so she, hold it up to my face like take yeah the loops like, so off. she wasn't trimming around it i was like she literally just like did, messed up um so i think that was the last time i go there ever yeah like i think i'm gonna start going to my friend now <laughs> yeah but uh oh my lord other than that the other thing i've did that i did this week or the past two weeks is this, i told you this that i spent a lot of money um mm-hmm. so uh, Danielle, actually protect your ears on this one. So, actually, uh, did I tell you how much both consoles total up to? <laughs> no, how much? Yeah, so uh, the PS5 launched two weeks ago, and I snagged one of those, I think, on the second day of pre-orders, and I got Xbox Series X. It's probably about a grand. <laughs> oh, my Lord. With yeah. everything totaled up? <laughs> yeah, most likely. I haven't looked at my credit card. I'm pretty sure I know like what the what the uh what the total is because mm-hmm. they're both around like five hundred dollars yeah um plus tax is probably like one a thousand like 50 or six or whatever mm-hmm. um but yeah i gotta start paying that off and uh danielle said yeah. what oh is that what she, yeah i didn't yeah i didn't mention how much they were <laughs> oh my lord oh boy i oh, could always man. cancel it i could always cancel it it's not too late. <laughs> which one would you cancel you in the chat? Yeah, which one would you cancel? I would though? cancel the Xbox because, you know, I'm not going to mm-hmm. stream it. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> I did almost when I had the S originally, I was going to like either text you or Brandon and be like, hey, if either of you guys want this, like I'll sell it to you for like, you know, $50 more. But then I was like, yeah. But uh, yeah. 
She said that's that's that is a lot of money for two consoles that will be played once. <laughs> <laughs> oh my lord! Yeah, you got. I should have just should have well, gotten the RTX 3080. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it it would have been half the. It would have been uh, less than the price of one of the freaking consoles. Oh yeah, yoy. All right. No, those things are like fifteen hundred dollars. Wait, which number did you say? I said thirty eighty, not twenty eighty. Like the newest one they just launched. Yeah, the thirty eighty is like four hundred and twenty nine dollars. Oh, I thought one of them was like. Oh no, never mind. Sorry, sorry, sorry. The thirty seventy. Is it thirty seventy or thirty sixty? Oh, th- yeah, it might be thirty seventy. The thirty seventy yeah. is four twenty nine, and then um, or maybe four ninety nine or something. I don't know, but um, the thirty ninety Ti, the highest end mm-hmm. one, that's the one oh, that's still that over one. a grand. Yeah, but they drop yeah, they yeah, drop yeah. the prices on the other ones like like right, crazy. Right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, okay. So uh, it's gonna we're maybe trying to kind of trek through the show today a little bit quicker than usual. Just because, uh, for those who don't know, there is the presidential debate. We don't want to be uh, yeah. competing with the airtime, you know. So once we're <laughs> done with that, you know, if you can stomach it, go ahead and uh, flip over to them uh, once we are done. Um, but hopefully we could get you a little bit, uh, get you in a little bit of a better mood than having to think about politics all the time. So uh, do you have anything else you want to talk about up top or are we good to go ahead and uh, jump right into the show? um no i think we're good i think we're good good to go oh oh, oh shout that's out what... to bills by the way my bad oh shout out to bill yeah man <laughs> fantastic gave me a heart attack uh, on sunday yeah sunday was a little mm, but some bad plays some bad calls yeah we'll we'll chalk it up. a win is a win uh yeah. I, I don't know who it was last season or, or um i don't know i don't think it was Allen, but one of the players last season was like they were like yes you're winning but you're winning so close every single time and they were just like listen a win is a win i am not thinking like that and then they just walked away (laughs) and i was like past two past two weeks though past two weeks third quarter they just like gone to sleep like (laughs) yeah well that's kind of the same thing that was last that was uh last year uh well tune in for uh planet sports coming to you uh monday (laughs) nights no uh maybe one day who knows who knows We'll get John Roca in here, a little Matt Nose action. Actually, we'll have Matt Nose return to the podcast because, for those who don't know, I think our second episode, yeah, our second or our first episode, we had the the mighty Matt Nose, famed member of the uh, Comedy Store, was on the podcast. Crazy man! If only we could uh, recapture that fame for every episode since. But we'll get there. All right. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. All right, we have fun here. Welcome to Planet Film. Okay, so uh, now we are just going to go ahead and roll right into our uh, top segment every single week, which is new news. So this is basically where uh, TJ and myself will kind of break down uh, what happened in the world of movie news. Now, for those who don't know, we do have another kind of sister show on uh, the Planet Film brand on the same YouTube channel, on all the same feeds. Uh, called Planet Hero. That's where myself and my friend Donald Beasley, we break down the whole world of comic book movie news, comic book, um, you know, uh, TV news, just comic books in general, basically anything comic book central, centric, centric. Hello, Mm -hmm. I can speak. All right, welcome back. Um, But I do have to give a little bit of disclaimer on the news today. So much comic book movie and comic book tv news dropped in these last two weeks 
Mm-hmm. Um, we have to talk about some stuff. We have a we have a bunch of comic book movie news to talk about. It is nowhere near all of it, so tune in to Planet yeah. Hero because there will be even more. Um, and TJ's on there sometimes too. He hopped in for uh, you know half the show a couple weeks back. Um, but we are going to go ahead and do a full deep dive into these same stories as well as a whole bunch of others because seriously, I, I think we have about five comic book mm-hmm. uh, related stories today. We could have had ten. Like w- there was so many that I dropped out of the notes that I'm saving for uh, Planet Hero. But just wanted to make that little disclaimer because as much as Martin Scorsese wouldn't want it, it's 70% of what the movie news landscape is nowadays. So we'll just go ahead and uh, hop right in with the first story, which I'm pulling up here, which is, as you can see on screen here, Samuel L. Jackson is set to reprise his role as Nick Fury in a new uh, show for Disney Plus. So this is not just Sam Jackson coming back to be in a show. This would be a Sam Jackson-led show. So this would be mm-hmm. his show, Nick Fury at the helm. Um, kind of think maybe you know Agents of Shield, but with Fury as the lead instead of Coulson. Um, so what? Like we said, we're gonna try and trek through these stories quickly today. Yeah. Um, what are just some of your first thoughts? What is maybe one thing? Let's go with one kind of story element uh, and maybe one MCU character that you think or would want to show up in this show. Um, I think it'd be cool. I mean, honestly, I when do you think this will take? I think it'll take place like after Captain or what what was it after Endgame when he's on like the ship? Or that Uh, that was that was Far From Home. Yeah, that was in Far Far From Home. home. Mm -hmm. I think that's when it'll take maybe like in during that like time yeah um who will show up i think it'd be cool if like captain marvel showed up i'm assuming this is going to be limited series i don't think they'll do like multiple seasons of this mm-hmm. um i also think it'd be cool if they gave him like one motherfucker an episode that'd be pretty dope it'd be goal you know tv mature rating in there tv 14 so you can with the swears as we know from hamilton uh fans of oh, hamilton yeah. will know uh lin-manuel miranda said that disney Plus allowed them three uh, f bombs. Yeah, that's for a movie. So if you're thinking one f bomb per episode, that's not even as bad. I would I would say that's not even as bad. So maybe they'll yeah. finally let him say it. I don't know. Although they never really let him say it in the movies. So I figured if if they don't let oh, him say it in true. the movies, but uh, who knows? Who knows? It, yeah. it all just depends on what the vibe and the tone of the show is going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that'd be pretty cool to see if if they if they straight up. Um, I could see it going more Let political, you know, because he's not like a superhero or anything. Interesting. Like he's, you know, he's the director, right? Mm-hmm. So <laughs> do you think, so let me ask you this. So do you think this mm-hmm. show is going to be more in the vein of a Winter Soldier type show or more in the vein of what we saw at the end of Far From Home, where you think maybe this is going to be kind of going intergalactic or or do you think it's going to be a grounded story? Um, I think it'll be probably a mixture of the intergalactic and just like grounded, if that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. Uh, just, you know, cause I, I feel like, I mean, it's, it's really weird that we haven't had like a movie in a really long time. Yeah. Um, but I feel like that's, that must've been like what they were trying to set up. Right. And at the end of far from home, I mean, granted he's probably in like, it's probably shows up in like another movie or something, that whole ending sequence. But, um, I wouldn't be surprised if that's, that was leading into this show. 
Yeah, I, I would say <clears throat> I think what I would want to see of this show would be. Oh, man, it's so hard to say. OK, so if you're going that this show is also I'm a, I have to say. Right now, Hawkeye, She-Hulk, which we'll get to in a minute. Um, mm -hmm. uh, what's the other Moon Knight and Miss Marvel are all currently slated for Disney Plus releases in 2022. You have the the long rumored, you know, a War Machine show. You start getting season twos of some of these shows. And now we have this Nick Fury show. I, I don't yeah. think this is going to come out until probably 2023, 2024 even. I'd say probably 2023. Um, so I'm just thinking in my own head. I'm just like, I think what we saw at the end of Far From Home is probably going to be already picked up on in yeah. a movie if not many movies you know what i mean uh -huh. like i don't think this show is going to be the first time we're going to see nick fury again i think nick fury is going to be in probably eternals probably um yeah. falcon and winter soldier i think he's definitely going to be in um yeah. <clears throat> i don't think he's going to be in wandavision only because there's already so many uh kind of side characters you have jimmy Wu, uh randall park's uh fbi character coming back from ant-man okay uh, you got darcy lewis coming back from the thor like uh cat yeah. endings from the thor movies yeah. I, I think there's already so many side characters in wandavision i don't think we'll yeah. see him this year again i mean if if there's a part for him i'm sure he'll do it because i feel like he just likes doing it like i'm, I'm sure he loves playing that character. He just, maybe not I, loves or maybe he does i don't know but maybe he just like likes playing the character that he's like oh you got a bar for me sure i'll be in that <laughs> this is what i think i think like many many of these uh actors uh gosh this is bothering me so much i'm so sorry guys i'm just like <clears throat> so low in the shot i gotta work on the framing for the next now i'm way above you okay so I'm just going to try and talk through it. Okay. Oh, look at that. Okay. I think I nailed it. Okay. I'm sorry. That was really bothering me. Um, I think like most of these actors that sign on for these long, long roles, I think there's always the buildup where you're like, oh, this is so cool. This is so cool. This is so cool. And then like right around Age of Ultron, he was like, all right, I'll do I'll do a few episodes of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., yeah. but I kind of want a little bit of a break. Uh, and he did. He took like a he took like a two and a half, three year break from the character. And then, boom, three movies in one year. And now, boom, he's going to be in all these other things. He re-upped his yeah. contract. He's getting his own show. I think it's just something where these actors need a break. And he I think he knows that, uh, you know, he's not Tony Stark. He's not a character that has to have this big dramatic death and then fall off the mm -hmm. face of the planet. Um, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I, I think he knows he can play this character, commit to a couple weeks of filming for every single project. Obviously, this is probably going to be the most commitment he's ever done to this character because yeah. it's his own show, but but it remains to be seen. But um, I, I think he knows, like, I can still do my hitman's bodyguards, wife's niece, nephews. I don't know what the hell they're doing with those. Like, all the different, you know, he can still work with Tarantino whenever he wants. Mm -hmm. Like, it's a minimal commitment character and it has such a big impact on the audience. And and I think he sees that. Um, and also, I get, we got to talk about the money. This guy's been playing this character for, when, by the time this show rolls around 15 plus years, he's got to yeah. be making buco bucks playing this guy. Um, so And you got to think, Endgame, he probably showed up for a day and a half. You know what I mean? Like, that was it. Oh, yeah. Um, so he probably loves playing this guy. Um, but yeah, I, 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 in terms of what I asked you um, for mine, 
I would, to me, um, yep, I see right here my mom put in the chat uh, scrolls. Yes, I would love to see Talos in this show. Um, but I'm going to, just to kind of cheat on my own rule for a second, I'm going to consider Talos showing up uh, the story thing that I want. Uh, because yeah. character, I think you got to bring in Coulson. I think this is how you bring Coulson back into the main oh, fold. Because yeah. I know we've talked about this. Uh, TJ has seen, like, not a lot of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. He hasn't seen the whole show or anything. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so he hasn't seen any of it. But I know he, he hasn't seen the, sh the whole show or anything like that. But um, not really a spoiler, but just where Coulson ends up, I think mm -hmm. it's one of those things where colson could just show right back up in a movie or a disney plus show and the mcu is so big and expansive now people would just be like oh yeah he died but he's back like yeah. you know what i mean like that's all you would have to like yeah, yeah, yeah. where colson ends up is very similar to where colson was in uh, in avengers basically mm -hmm. so i i could very easily see him slipping right into this but in terms of story i would love to see talos come back get ben mendelson in there uh, you know, just for the wacky zaniness. And I, I think those two characters are just so funny when they're on screen together. Like, um, all right. Maybe we'll get to see him turn into a filing cabinet. Um, <laughs> all right. So uh, next story here, which is kind of going to be a combo uh, two things, which is we are uh, unlike what people were th originally thinking, we are actually looking more towards a Thanksgiving release date for WandaVision than a Christmas release date. Um, a lot of people thought that this show and the MCU shows in general would not overlap with the Star Wars shows on Disney+. Plus. Um, so clearly, if this is coming out, if we're getting reports now that WandaVision is releasing in Thanksgiving, that would clearly not be the case, um, which I think is cool because there's going to be so many shows on Disney+. Plus. If you set these rules that they can't overlap, you're it's it's going to be such a headache. Uh, it's going to yeah. be such a headache to, to try and schedule all that when you're talking multiple animated Star Wars shows still coming, multiple live action Star Wars shows still coming. Plus, you're talking three or four MCU shows a year. It would be impossible to 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 schedule all of that around each other. Um, so what are your thoughts on this? And also because we were off when it, uh, went up, do you want to just talk quickly about your thoughts on the WandaVision trailer uh, that we the got? The trailer? Yeah. Yes. Um, I think I've only watched it like once or twice. Um, I liked it. I liked the way it looked. I, I like the whole like sitcom type vibe that it's giving. Mm -hmm. Like it makes me think of like, I don't know why, but like I love Lucy or like full house or something like that, where it's like that, like studio audience laugh track like stuff like that i think that, i thought that was really cool yeah and then uh obviously it's probably going to lead into dr strange's movie which mm -hmm. i don't know when that comes out what is that scheduled for like 2022 um yeah i know it got pushed um so, oh, in the rotation okay. it got no okay. it the um the date got pushed when all the dates got pushed but i mean mm -hmm. one of the movies jumped in line ahead of it yeah uh, I can't remember which one, though. But yeah, it's uh, I think currently it's slated for May 2022. Uh, mm. But I, I I I don't know how they're going to pull that one yeah. off. Um, <laughs> so it might. Move. I, I'm excited to see it. Um, 
I'm just this. I think this will be this will set the tone on what the shows is gonna are gonna be like and the production value and yeah. you know if hopefully it's good. Like I hope mm-hmm. it doesn't like suck and then you know that's because that'll just put a sour taste in everybody's mouth for like the next one that comes out mm-hmm. and they're already committing to like however many of these types of shows like four. Yeah. So <laughs> you know it's not like we're gonna they're gonna go back and go well we need to rewrite this entire thing. It's like well we don't have time for that. Yeah. Exactly. Um. Yeah um all right so i'll I'll give my thoughts quickly um i know you said you've you've watched maybe uh we said did you say once or twice or like two or three times yeah probably once or once or twice yeah, yeah I've probably watched um it. i i watch this trailer almost every day uh i loved this trailer i'm obsessed yeah. with the music the tone like you said but you get the classic like dick van dyke laugh track in there yeah, 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 the, yeah. the mom from that 70s show uh which like was not in any of the casting i'm sure she's not playing a big uh role although mm-hmm. oh my gosh <laughs> my brain just like exploded storm <laughs> what if the two of the yeah i feel like jimmy neutron um what if those two people the mom from that 70s show and that the other mm-hmm. actor who's been a character actor in a million things i'm forgetting his name um this just total random right now so this whole show right is supposed to be in wanda's consciousness right like, yeah yeah what if we've never met their parents? We heard about them a ton in Age of Ultron. What if those oh, two yeah. actors are also playing Randall Park? Is that what you're talking about? No, no, no. It's like the I oh. forget his name. Um, it's oh. like the bigger guy with the beard. But what if those two characters are Wanda and uh, Pietro's mom and dad? You know what I mean? Because we we heard yeah. about that they got killed before that. Um, that would be really really cool. Uh, sorry, my brain just like went. I was because I was thinking I was like, so who are those people? Because obviously you have Catherine Hahn, who is probably yeah. playing the big bad of this show. You'd have to guess, mm-hmm. um, which shout out to her. I mean, coming from an, an SNL actress in like comedies and then you nail this yeah. huge role in an MCU project. Um, shout out to Catherine Hahn, who looked fantastic in the trailer. That scene with mm-hmm. her in Vision was the best part of it to me. Yeah. When he lands at her car and he wakes her up and she goes, <clears throat> am I dead? And and you just see the the performance by Paul Bettany and he's just like, no. no Why yeah. would you think that? <laughs> and she goes, because you are. And he's like, yeah, <laughs> I was like, oh, my God, I just can't wait for the show. I'm just so excited. Yeah. Um, De- Deborah Joe is cast as Miss Hart. So I don't know if that means anything, but Interesting. it says she's in one episode, though. Okay, so, I don't so know, maybe not, but, but that, that either way, that would just be that just like my mind just went off on that because I was like, if mm-hmm. this is supposed to be in her mind, you would think it's only people that she's known in the past. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but we'll see. But my main thing, just to close off the WandaVision talk, I am just so in love with Paul Bettany as the Vision. If anybody has not seen Manhunt, the Unabomber show that came out a couple years back with Paul Bettany in it go see that also a knight's tale if you want two great two very different paul bettany performances with him as the unabomber and then him in a knight's tale but both are fantastic but i love his portrayal of vision in in these movies and i was he was one that i was so viscerally upset when thanos Mm -hmm. killed him because he wasn't snapped away he killed him and i was like i was spoiler for avengers (laughs) infinity war i'm sorry uh but um he doesn't he doesn't have that many credits he's only has 49 credits 
Paul Bettany. That would be more. Yeah. Well, he's he's another one that he talked about that um, Ron Howard uh, was actually kind of somebody who brought him back into acting because oh, he okay. he he was one of those people that like he almost quit acting like five or six times because he was like oh. he would get these big surges like it, um, mm-hmm. it was one of those uh, Vanity Fair or GQ things where it was like Paul Bettany breaks down his career. One of those things. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. And he was talking. I'm sorry, Daniel. I didn't mean to spoil it. Um, uh, it was one of those things where, you know, like after a night's tale, he got the Da Vinci code and then it kind of petered out. And then he got yeah. uh, Jarvis and then that was happening and then it kind of petered out and then he got vision and it's been pretty OK since then. Yeah, I think it was kind of like he did. Oh, he did Wimbledon in 04 and then his next movie was Firewall in 06 and then Da Vinci Code in 06 and then Iron Man in 08. Yeah, so it's that's, like a two year gap. Yeah, like <laughs> right around there. It's like and then he said yeah. he t- he credits Ron Howard a lot in that video because then he says too. he was like when I found out that. When I read the Infinity War script, he said, I thought I was done as Vision. He was like, I thought it was over. And then I got the call from Ron Howard to do Solo and play mm-hmm. Dryden Voss. And he was like, again, Ron Howard revitalizing my career, putting me in Star Wars. <laughs> and he was like, yeah. um, it's just so interesting. But uh, but yeah, I just I mean, don't get me wrong. I love Elizabeth Olsen as Wanda. She's mm-hmm. fantastic. But I just really love Paul Bettany is vision. And yeah. I, I'm if this show means that we get more of him and hopefully, hopefully, hopefully past this show as well, hopefully he can just come back to life somehow. Um, I, I'm I'm all game for that. So I really hope that's the case. Um, all right. So this is going to be our last bit of Disney Plus uh MCU news here, uh, which is also in the weeks that we were off. We got uh, official casting for our She-Hulk. So we officially know who is going to be bringing Jennifer Walters to life on the small screen. And then, of course, the big screen after that, because, you know, Feige has said all these characters on these shows will also go to the movies, um, which is a great break for this person and a great break for, you know, honestly, Hollywood, because Hollywood needs to give this woman more work. And that is Tatiana Maslany, as you can see on screen there. Uh, has officially been cast as Jennifer Walters in the She-Hulk show. Um, so now I I don't know. Have you seen Orphan Black? Did you ever watch that show? I think. Oh, this is 2013. Okay, I could have sworn there was like a show called Orphan. Was this on like BBC? Yeah, yeah it was. Yeah. I feel like I remember seeing ads for this when I was still watching Doctor Who like years ago. Mm-hmm. I, probably I could be yeah mistaken, the but, show but ran no, from like 2013 it. to 2018 yeah, um, the only movie i've seen i've only i think i've seen her i've seen stronger okay and... oh yeah 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 uh, if you yeah. if you don't yes danielle has seen orphan black yes absolutely clone club all the way i actually have do i have any of them right out no i don't i have uh all of my because i recently uh, you guys can't see it's pains me that it's off camera but my whole funko collection is now on these shelves down here and i dedicated a whole little block of them to i have all the clone i have all the sisters of the funko pops danielle will know what i'm talking about or anybody that watched uh, orphan black will know what i'm talking about um and i have the one of this might be a deep cut danielle let's see if you know it. i have the one of rachel with the pencil let's see if you know what i mean with that um but she is fantastic and yes i'm so glad you brought up stronger 
stronger. She is so good in that. She is going toe to toe with Jake Gyllenhaal, who was on the freaking acting streak of his life, just going Oscar performance after Oscar performance, and she stood yeah. so toe to toe with him in that movie. Um, the scene where where he is trying to get from the car to the door, at the both of them in that. Oh my god! If you want to see mm-hmm. her dramatic chops as an actor, go watch Stronger. I'm sure it's on Netflix or something. Uh, or Hulu or, or something like that. But I, I am just so excited. And then, of course, also fans of Orphan Black will know she has great comic comedic timing. She has uh, great physicality as a performer um, with some of the different characters that she uh, played on Orphan Black. Um, I'm just so excited to see this. I, I really don't think it could have gone to a better person. Um, I know that they were talking about like Alison Brie for it. And I'm like, that's that's good casting, but like, it's kind mm-hmm. of like, I don't know. I didn't really see it. Um, but, uh, I'm, I'm really happy with this. I'm really, really happy with this. Yeah. Um, all right. So again, I'm just, uh, real quick. Sorry. I'm just, yeah. excited. I don't, I haven't seen her like again, like I've only seen her in stronger, yeah. but by the way, people are reacting. I'm like pretty excited. Cause Oh yeah. You know, she must oh, be yeah. pretty fucking good actor. <laughs> yeah. Which who, Oh no, she is okay. I didn't know like how much she had been in, but she actually like been in a decent amount of things. So <laughs> yeah, because she was in, she did like a string around Stronger, where she was in a ton of indie movies. Um, mm-hmm. She did that one with like I think it was like her and Meryl Streep and and a couple other people, um, but I, I can't remember what it was. But she got some buzz for that too. Um, but all right, so let's go ahead and move on to our next story, uh, which also. Fans of the podcast will know TJ's uh, relationship with the show The Boys, uh, where he had watched some of it, and then for weeks and weeks and weeks and episodes and episodes, I've been telling him, you gotta watch the whole thing. Well, in the time that we have been off, he is the boys uh, cheerleader. He is uh, rah-rah for the show. He finished all of season one, and he's caught up with, uh, you know, season two's airing right now. Um, And that brings us to our uh, next story here. So let me pull it up here is the boys oh, uh, real yeah. quick. Sorry. Uh, what did you kind of just real quick? What did you think of season or ep- the latest episode without spoiling? Oh, did you um, like, I, forgot, I don't think you told me, but yeah, here, let me switch back to two shot real quick. Um, yeah, I uh, really, really liked it. Um, I thought it was I, I thought it was very, very funny. Um, all I'll say is uh, Cindy. And um, I think um, Sean Ashmore as lamplighter Lamplighter? is amazing freaking amazing (laughs) just so good also just the 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 just the really funny juxtaposition the fact that he played bobby or Iceman in the x-men movies for years who could produce ice and water out of his hands (laughs) is now playing lamplighter who is the exact opposite yeah um, exactly which is so funny um i just think that's uh, and i'm sure that that humor is not lost on set uh, for the mm-hmm. boys i'm sure they talk about it all the time um but yeah i think that's the biggest thing out of this out of if you're just talking this last episode i think sean ashmore as lamplighter is an amazing addition to the show um mm-hmm. I, obviously i don't want to spoil it but you can tell he is not uh in this he he is much more going to end up being like starlight than homelander than we'll homelander yeah, yeah we'll say yeah um so it it, it's gonna be really really fun to see and i i hope he's in it for many many seasons to come Mm -hmm. um because i just think he was so good just and and again this is just one episode 
that he i mean he, he was teased a couple episodes back but he really was finally in it in it this past episode it was amazing yeah um all right so yeah then our story here is that uh the popularity of the boys has never been in question at amazon it's been consistently renewed before the previous season even airs it was renewed for season two long before the show even aired um and then it was renewed for season three uh, like five months ago um mm -hmm. and again uh with season three about to start production it's now been greenlit for a spinoff show um, so the boys spinoff is officially in the work at Amazon. So this is development for a second show in the superhero franchise has been put on a fast track. Um, so that is what sources are saying that it has been put on the fast track, um, to production, which I am really excited for if we get to see this thing sooner rather than later. Um, and for those who don't know, um, all the boys and most of the Amazon production is in Canada. So they are actually going to be able to get that going into production a lot quicker um, because it's not an American production right now, because unfortunately, we still have a lot of issues going on with the coronavirus, um, whereas Canada, you know, they're they're getting back into the swing of things. Um, so hopefully we're going to be seeing this real soon. Um, now, this has been um, talked about as basically um vaught university basically it's going to be yeah. the soup college so think yeah uh sky high but in the boys universe so with so that, that pitch, or what do you think or this is my hero academia basically mature um so if you watch like any sort of it even like kind of like one punch man too where it's well my hero is more like it's teenagers out of high school with all these weird powers Mm -hmm. And, you know, you're trying to get uh, noticed by these different companies that, you know, have heroes and you have there's a standing and then like you're the number one hero, you're the number three hero, or you're the number 150th hero, you know, it's and it's all popular mm -hmm. and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm actually really excited for this, especially because I know it's going to probably be the same like uh, tone and style tone style yeah. like grittiness is just yeah. like the voices i now. cannot wait um i'm hoping we even get some like i'm assuming this would be like a prequel right maybe or like i was talking to my mom or... about that the day that this news yeah. broke um we were kind of talking uh about where we because for those who don't know my mom is also a huge fan of the boys um she we were kind of talking about where we thought this would kind of lie um and i said going again off of this most recent episode i think the flashbacks that we get to eight years ago, I think that's a great place to put it. That way, this show has at least eight years of runway. Um, <clears throat> and also, eight years back is kind of, not to, again, not to spoil anything, but in the universe of the boys, eight years ago is kind of where the varnish is kind of starting to come off of Vought, uh, where, yeah. you know, people were kind of starting to not be as cool with soups and stuff like that. So I think that would be a really interesting place to put it, or even maybe put it one year before that. So you get yeah. like season one is like the utopian view of it, where it's like, everything's just going great. All these soups are yeah. happy. The world loves them. And then season two, they're like, wait, there's people out there that don't like superheroes. <laughs> like, yeah. Do you think that, we get younger versions of these heroes now or at all or no? Like some of them I now, like based, obviously all of them. I but. think based on, um, Oh, so you mean, so you don't mean like Homelander. You mean like, do I think that like, maybe we'll get like, uh, like Annie, 
younger or something like that. Sure. I, I was actually, I kind of met Homelander too, oh, but well, I think, you know, I anybody, think I feel what, like. I think what this last episode showed is that if you're yeah. going like eight years back, they're not going to do anything. Like all they did for Frenchie was like, they gave him more hair. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I think they're, I, I don't think they're going to like de-age or anything. Um, oh no. But, uh, I, th- no, I, I, I think this would require, I feel like this would require you to like recap, like cast younger versions. Well, it, it all depends on how far back you're going. If you're going 15, that, oh, that's true. If you're we going don't 15 know that. Yeah, or 20 years back. Yeah, oh yeah. You, yeah give me yeah. a 20 year old <laughs> Homelander. Oh my God. Like give me like a 20 year old <laughs> Homelander. Who's like, yeah. Who's like, see students, this is what you need to strive to be. And it's like, like I would yeah. eat that up. Yeah. That would be so amazing. Yeah. Um, but it <laughs> gets off uh, cameras like, fuck this. <laughs> actually, let me throw out young Homelander, an actor. Um, what's his name? Oh my God. I always mess up his name. Archie. Is it KJ app or AJ KJ KJ Appa? I can't remember if it's KJ Appa or or AJ Kappa. Um, but yeah, KJ KJ Appa Appa. I I don't know. I think he would be a really good young Homelander. He's got like the cheekbones and like the debt, like the just the face. Yeah, I could see see him as a really young Homelander. Um, but uh, but I think that would be that would be fantastic. That would be so funny. Um, I think you're right. I think this show, I think you're definitely getting Elizabeth Shue back for this show. Oh, yeah. Um, I think I absolutely. Um, I think maybe you even get, uh, you know, um, Giancarlo Esposito again. I, yeah. I genuinely think. Ooh, um, I feel like we haven't seen it in a while <laughs> as well. Yeah, it's been a couple episodes. Um, yeah. <laughs> I think it's definitely going to be one of those things where his part's just going to grow. Uh, also, mm-hmm. you got to think his schedule is very, very. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's <laughs> got a lot of shit going on. Yeah. Um, so I'm sure he probably pops in from time to time when he can make it up to Toronto to film. Um, but yeah, I, th- I just think either no matter where you look at it, if you want to say My Hero Academia, yeah. if you want to say Sky High, whatever it is, um, I just cannot wait for this. This is going to be so, so funny. Um, and you I think, think they release some that I would imagine they would wait till the boys is over, right? the whole right? show you can't have, yeah like you can't have them going at the same time i feel no, like i that, think you could do them at the same time that's yeah. why it would be a prequel that uh, so yeah, that you true. don't have to uh make it you know make sense you know what i mean mm-hmm. so you're not like well where's billy where how is this yeah like yeah. what's going you know what i mean i can see that um but yeah i i just am excited nonetheless it's gonna be awesome um all right so we just have a couple more uh, things to get to here, and then we will go into our review uh, for the show. So we're actually going to, I'm just going to, if you're looking at the notes, TJ, I'm just going to move, to uh, tweak it around here, and we're going to go with the Russo okay. Brothers story next. Um, so okay. that is that uh, the crime, kind of crime caper film that they have been um, working on for, uh, you know, the past year with Tom Holland uh, called Cherry. Uh, has found its uh, home at last at Apple TV Plus. Um, so they have requ- they have acquired the rights to the movie, and it will be airing on Apple TV Plus uh, within the next couple of months. Um, let me see if there is a yeah early twenty twenty one debut. So probably mm-hmm. in the next couple of months we're going to be getting that. Uh, what are your thoughts on this? This sucks because I think I'm guessing it'll only be on Apple. And I don't have Apple, nor do I. Actually, I have it. 
okay. I think, but I still have like a free subscription from when I bought my MacBook like a while ago. So I think oh, okay. I still have yeah, like yeah. a year thing. Um, but I was actually like pretty interested in this. I don't know if you watch. I don't think you did. The Devil All the Time came out like a week or two ago. Tom no, Holland I was, was going to watch it, but I, I just haven't had time. Tom Holland was very good in it. Um, Pattinson really showed really showed his like drama, you know, chops and what, what he can yeah. do. It's kind of a turn um, for him. Yeah, uh, the movie I liked, but I it was it's kind mm-hmm. of like it's it's slow. <laughs> um, also, can I just say uh, I did not realize that his co-star in this was Sierra Bravo, like the 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 little girl from Big Time Rush. Oh, seriously? Yeah, is the co-star is oh his co-star? Oh my god! What else is she even in now? She, I don't know. <laughs> she even I don't even know if she's still active. <laughs> I mean, good for her. I mean, holy crap. That is a role of a lifetime to, to land uh, in a Russo Brothers picture with co-starring Tom Holland uh, as your love interest. <laughs> wait, she's... Wait, what's her name? Sierra Bravo. I was looking at Kelly Berglund. Uh, <laughs> Sierra Bravo. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, but well, like I was saying... Still been, like, she's been doing stuff. Oh, good um, for her. But yeah, I was pretty uh, I was actually kind of like looking forward to it, but like, I don't know if if it's like on if it's like on, still on demand, right? Like it'll still maybe it'll be PO, PVOD on like Amazon, maybe. Or do you mm-hmm. think it's like it'll stick to Apple? I'm assuming probably because they bought it. Um, so, yeah, but yeah, that kind of sucks. I was hoping maybe like Amazon would take it or something or I'm assuming it would. I'm assuming it was supposed to get theatrical. Maybe not, but yeah, <clears throat> yeah. I, I think it's just going to be Apple TV Plus. I was seeing if maybe it had like a Apple Movies deal or something, because then maybe mm-hmm. it would be more of a production thing. So maybe yeah. you could get that. Oh, Danielle said. Uh, oh, Danielle called out. Yeah, that Sierra Bravo was from Big Time Rush, um, and then she said, "I don't get the Tom Holland hype." Did now? Did she watch Devil All the Time with you? We yeah, we both watched it. Oh, interesting. So yeah. all right, interesting. Uh, so he she was, maybe... yeah, he was good in it. It was like, it was, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> I heard that. Well, I mean, I, Hey, we'll say this. I reached out to TJ and I said, do you want to do the review of devil all the time? Um, and he said, eh, let's do something else. It's, and that is, that's yeah, why we're not just, reviewing it. it so it, I, I trust his judgment. The, one of the, one of the categories on Netflix says mm-hmm. slow burn. And it is definitely, in my opinion, I, it was slow. Real slow, um, too slow. Not too. Sl- it was just like, it was just slow for me. Mm-hmm. I don't know, uh, but I thought he was good in it. Uh, but I feel like, like I said, I feel like that's the first time. I mean, obviously he's got things coming up like Uncharted, Chaos Walking, and then he's got Cherry. So I'm yeah. assuming he's going to have all these other movies that are going to show what he can do outside of as you know, well as Spider Man, like eighteen thousand <laughs> Spider Man projects. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Oh, real quick. Okay, do you think Tom Holland is in Morbius? Uh, oh my God, I forgot that was in a movie. Jesus. I know. I messaged uh, um, TJ last night. I just said I forgot that Venom Two existed. That yeah, that's like a movie uh, that's been shot. Morbius. I think. No, I think he'll first show up in Venom Two. Yeah, same. I think. I think your connection to the MCU is. I think you got Michael first. Keaton. Exactly. Then, you get Michael yeah. Keaton to kind of put the toe in the water and then you get the yeah. big guy in Venom 2. Because um, right now, Venom 2 is is the proven quantity. You know what I mean? That's the thing that 
the first one was super successful. Um, so yeah, I don't think we'll be getting Holland in Morbius, but I think yeah. we will get him in uh, Let There Be Carnage. Um, oh my god! Can't, <laughs> can't wait. Um, <laughs> all right. Okay. So Why next, call it Maximum Carnage. <laughs> Or Carnage or something. Or ju- yeah, just <laughs> Carnage. Just Venom 2 Carnage. I don't know. It's not actually called that, though, right? It's called Venom 2. No, it's called Venom 2 colon Let There Be Carnage. I thought he just said that at the end of the movie. It's actually no. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh, boy. Yeah, I really uh, think that title. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yikes. Okay. That's funny. Was there like a... Hang on. Well, I'm like losing it right now. Was there a Venom 2 trailer that came out? No. What? Hang on here. I feel like that movie is like should be finished though, shouldn't it? Didn't it go to production like way before COVID? Hang on. It's definitely not a trailer. Oh, there was like a um there was the title reveal. That's what there was. Yay. It was like the release <laughs> yeah, date too, reveal. Let there be carnage. <laughs> yeah, look at this right here. Here, let me move it over onto the screen so that people can see. Oh. There it is. Look at that. Venom, let there be carnage. It's and I love how the font on the logo is the font mm-hmm. that he was like scraping it into the into the wall in the end of the last movie. Oh, uh, yeah, I remember. Yikes. I remember. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So anyways, we are going to go ahead with uh the next story here, which as you can see is on screen right now, which is uh Yara Shahidi who obviously uh, was the main character, or one of the main characters on the hit ABC show. And I do say hit because, I mean, it's got like four spinoffs. The hit ABC comedy uh, Blackish, who she then had her own spinoff on the Freeform Network oh. uh, called Young, Youngish, right? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And then there's also Mixedish and Oldish which is going to be... A, you, there's, wait, that's those are things? What? Yes. Mixed it. Okay, so... I have only seen maybe five episodes of Blackish, but I just know all this yeah. from keeping track of the news. So the daughter, who is her, got a spin-off show of her own, just set okay. at the same time as Blackish called Okay. Youngish, which it was okay. on Freeform. Then there was Mixed-ish, which is about uh Tracy Ellis Ross as a kid, who is the wife okay. on Blackish. And now yeah. there's gonna be Old-ish, which is gonna be a spin-off with Lawrence Fishburne's character who plays the grandpa on that show. So there's like four spinoffs to this fucking wow. show. Okay. Uh, but I mean, it speaks to the popularity. I mean, it's it's a very highly rated show. Uh, I mean, it's yeah. funny. It's funny. The stuff I've seen um, and she's good in it. She's really funny. So, um, again, the story here is that she is set to play Tinkerbell uh, in the new Disney live action Peter Pan mm-hmm. film. Um, now, this is a uh, role that has been super, super all over the place with casting rumors. Um which, uh, you know, originally there was talk of Margot Robbie was going to be in the role. Um, there was talk of, uh, I think, like, a whole bunch of different people. I can't, I can't, oh, I think Cara Delevingne which was going to originally be, which is like a huge bullet dodged. Um, and then. Yeah, I think uh, it makes sense more to for it to be somebody like, like she is, how old is she, 20? I think it was. I don't um, know. But I feel like she looks younger mm-hmm. than she is. Um, so I feel like that makes more sense for it to be somebody younger. Yeah, and I mean, um, and this is something that we have seen from the very beginning that this movie is is really, really setting itself up to try and be as different from any of the other ones as possible. 
they went mm-hmm. with a um a New Zealand native to play Peter. Um, so they went with a, a young Kiwi actor to play the, the titular role of Peter Pan. You got Jude Law as Captain Hook, which is pretty traditional casting, but I mm-hmm. think Jude Law is going to knock it out of the freaking park. That is amazing yeah. casting. Um, originally, they were even trying to go for Joaquin Phoenix for Captain Hook, which was a pipe dream, but that would have been wow. crazy. Be, that would be yeah, a very be interesting something. movie. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, this movie to me, it, I think it's just shaping up really, really well. And it, it's shaping up to be really interesting. Now, what mm-hmm. I want from this film is I want to start hearing about story. Tell me what you're going to do different story, because it's great if you're making this big, diverse cast, because um, you'd have to imagine then really the rest of the people they have to cast is just like the Lost Boys. You know what I mean? Like where where yeah. those, they're always uh, diverse and yeah. always have that. Yeah, so. it's really not that it's not that I think about it. It's really not that many like. It shouldn't be that big of a cast. Like it's really like you got the pirates, yeah. you got the Lost Boys, and you got you know Wendy and the two brothers. And yeah, like right now, like the only know. people left to cast would be uh what's his name, Smee, right? Smee. I want to yeah. know who Smee. Hooks. Is. Yeah, Hooks. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, mate on the ship. Um, mm-hmm. we need him, and then we just need the Lost Boys, really. So that's that's pretty much all that they have to. They got the big roles down so far. Um, but like I said, I mean, this is gonna be. S- I hope this is going to be a, a, a pretty cool movie. And I, and like I said, I want story out of it next. I want a synopsis. Yeah. I actually, I want more than a synopsis. I want to know what this is going to be different to hook to Peter Pan, to Pan, to other Peter Pan, to regular Peter Pan, to animated Peter Pan. We, this would be like literally the 10th Peter Pan movie that we've gotten. Tell me how it's going to be different. Uh, and don't let it be different like Pan was different because that movie was uh, atrocious. Um, but yeah, I think this is great news. What, what, are, your, what are your thoughts just on the casting? And, and what, are you looking forward to the movie? Or are you not looking forward? Yeah, I'll be honest. I didn't even like think. I don't think I even like realized it was like a thing until I saw this announcement today. Mm-hmm. And again, this is like another uh, look at Disney trying to, you know, get more diverse with their castings. Yeah. Um, cause Tinkerbell is a white blonde in the animated movie and, um, you know, it's just, which I like, it's, you know, who says that any of these characters have to be a certain skin color, you know? It's oh, exactly. Just, and you know, the people that just are like, well, no, like, or what was, what was the one, was it the little mermaid? That people had the art the complaint about, or was it something? Yeah. Else? Cause they, they did the same thing. Who, uh, by the way, uh, her name is escaping me. Haley something. Um, another uh, young African American actress from Blackish. She was also in Blackish. Um, so it's very, very interesting there. Um, but you know, I'm really, lo- really looking forward to mm-hmm. to this movie. I, 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 I have high hopes. I'd say I have medium hopes Hallie, for this movie. Halle Bailey. Yes, Is that's who it is. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited to see to see how that comes out. I think it's going to be uh, pretty good um but yeah yeah all right um so great news overall um now the last news story here is another comic book news um which we will pull up right now and as you can see right here that is that uh we've talked about on this show as well as planet hero um that the black adam movie after years and years of production is finally taking shape um, and that we are going to be getting the Justice Society of America. Um, now, originally, they had rumored um, Alexander Skarsgård to be playing uh, Hawkman, 
but we now have mm. officially confirmed by uh, The Rock himself, actually, and by Aldous Hodge, that um, Aldous Hodge, you know, star of, uh, you know, he was in Black Mirror, a couple other things, but mainly this past year, big, huge breakout role in um, Invisible Man. He was fantastic in that oh, film. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And so definitely I would say this is coming off the back of his role in Invisible Man. Um, mm-hmm. He nails the role of Hawkman. And once again, we are talking again, a role that is traditionally a white blonde male um or or you know just a a white male in general um being played by a very very talented uh african-american actor um and i just Mm -hmm. i think it's just a great move by warner brothers i think it's a great move uh i i'd have to imagine that the rock had had uh some um influence in in that yeah Yeah, because he is definitely in a producing role on this film um so yeah, what are what are your thoughts on this on Aldous Hodge uh, getting the role of Hawkman, which uh, The Rock himself has said is going to be a major portion of this film? Um, so what are your thoughts on that? Uh, I'm excited to see what happens with him in this movie because I honestly don't know much about the character. I remember seeing him in uh, an animated just well, sorry when. We used to go to my grandma's house when we were younger. She would have these. She had like one or two of these animated Justice League movies for some reason. I remember seeing him in those as an animated character. And that's mm-hmm. probably the only knowledge I have of Hawkman in at all. Um, yeah. Is he he's not like an anti he's not like an anti-hero, right? He's part of like the Justice League. Like, yeah, yeah, he's a full okay, on hero. So he, he's okay. he um. He is one that has been around, uh, and and can I just say also, a character who is typically a white male that would make much more sense to be a person of color because he is supposed to be from Egypt and is oh. like three thousand years old. Um, oh, okay. So it would make a lot more sense that he's not yeah. that he doesn't look like Army Hammer, um, but uh, yeah, so. He has done some shady stuff like um, if, if for anybody, he was a huge part of the first season of Legends of Tomorrow. Him and Hawkgirl were both on that show um, for mm. the first season. Um, but. Uh, so he's done some like shady stuff in the past, but if he is a member of the Justice Society in this movie, I got to imagine they're going just straight true, uh, just good guy Hawkman um oh okay but yeah yeah, uh but yeah very very interesting it's a very interesting uh, character from uh the comics who is going to be a very interesting addition to finally get him on the big screen uh obviously like i just said we've we have gotten him in live action before um Mm -hmm. with legends of tomorrow uh he's one that he might have popped up on an episode of smallville i'm not really sure i i never watched that um but yeah i'm really stoked for this casting and just stoked for the for the movie in general Mm mm-hmm all right so i think uh we are good with the uh new news segment here so uh let's go ahead we're just gonna hit a quick break uh and then we will be right back with our review of the social dilemma and then we will uh call it a night for you guys we're definitely moving a little bit ahead of schedule here so we're definitely making good on time for y'all so we will be right back
welcome back and we are yawning already let's go ahead and uh get into our review for the uh social dilemma um which for those who do not know was a recent uh documentary on netflix um all about the uh the qualms and the i would say misgivings and uh, kind of uh, effect of social media um on really society and kind of the whole world uh and and uh well we'll get into it in the review but it's a it's a documentary in a very different style than you would see normally um so for that reason we do actually have an some imdb information that tj is going to read off um so he'll give a little bit of a of an information and even though it is a documentary there is actually a cast um so why don't you go ahead and uh, launch into that? And again, we will uh, explain further once we get deeper into the review. Um, yeah, so Social Dilemma came out uh, this year on September 9th on Netflix. Um, and description on IMDb is explores the dangerous human impact of social networking with tech experts sounding the alarm on their own creations. Directed by Jeff Orlowski, written by Davis Kumbe, Vicky Curtis, and... David Kumbay. Did I say that? Mm-hmm. Or Jeff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Jeff Olaski, David Kumbay, and Vicky Curtis. Um, so then uh, they interview all these different tech, uh, you know, former tech employees of all these big conglomerates, Google, mm-hmm. Apple, Facebook, Twitter. Yeah. Um, I'd say the main guy is probably Tristan Harris. He's the he's a former design ethicist at Google. Mm-hmm. And he's uh, co-founder of Center for Humane Society. Um, and then for some of the dramatizations, um, they have like a cast, um, Vic Alejandro plays a police officer. Where are the, oh, Skyler Gazzando. He's like kind of the biggest, I feel like name probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, he's, you know, I've seen him in Ma. Ma he's or, Ma. um, Booksmart. He was also in Booksmart. Um, yeah. but uh, oh, yeah. right. Booksmart. Yeah. But he, um, he, he's pro he's, he's the main character Character, of the documentary i would say yeah um Um, yeah but yeah that's yeah yeah so basically what um the way it's kind of done is it is a documentary most of it is documentary Mm -hmm. but kind of um some of it is scripted stuff some of it is just kind of silent acted stuff with um people from the documentary just talking over the footage yeah um but like he said there are I even hesitate to call them dramatizations, but I mean, that's what they are. But yeah, it's that's just, just the first word. That but came it's just mind. like, it's almost like these little like vignettes of this mm-hmm. family's life. And then you kind of leave the family after like maybe the first half. And then you're really focusing on the teenage son of the family um, yeah. and, and his, his grappling with his use of his phone, his use of social medias. Um, mm-hmm. And then, which we will get into the, 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 it kind of, without taking a side um, in politics, the documentary does show how something like being recommended a five-minute crafts or a tasty recipe video on Facebook can, in the real world, very quickly turn to being recommended things about politics and how that can snowball. Um, and, and, I, and again, the, the movie goes as far as to not pick mm-hmm. a political side that their fake political party is called the extreme center 
<laughs> which is like, oh yeah, yeah, which is like, I was like, that yeah. is how you not pick a side in politics. Just literally make mm-hmm. a fake party called Extreme Center. Um, yeah. But uh, all right, so let's go ahead. Uh, it's not really spoiler or non-spoiler. We're just gonna kind of yeah, talk about, not, yeah. like, in the notes here. I just kind of put. We're going to kind of review the documentary style and then we're going to kind of just review the documentary as a whole and then and then give our star rating at the end. So, again, this is going to be a real yeah. short show because um, there is not really much to say, um, but but there is some stuff. So why don't you go ahead? And, yeah. Uh, what, did, what did you think of the overall style of the documentary? The style I was that was probably my the thing I the only thing I didn't I was not fond of. Um, I remember watching it while we were watching it. I think there's this one part where they're all in the kitchen, they're having dinner together, and the mom puts their phones in this uh, kind of like safety, like lockbox. So yeah, from she Shark puts Tank. the top on it, and she times it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, yeah. Um, she times it for what an hour or whatever. So all yeah. their phones are locked in, and the daughter. Oh yeah. She like she like can't go without her phone for like five minutes. Mm-hmm. So she like they're sitting at the table, they're talking and. So I was like, oh, I think I'm going to get I'm going to get some water or something. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she's like she like starts taking this box and starts banging it against the counter. Yeah. She can't get it open. The mom's like, it's not going to open. And all of a sudden she like takes this hammer or something and mm-hmm. smashes it. And this open. is just you and see this in the background. Up. Like you see this yeah. in the background of the like you're you're paying attention to the foreground at the yeah. dinner table. And then yeah. all of a sudden you see in the back the daughter's back with safety goggles and a sledgehammer and then yeah. breaks it open um and, and then and, and at that point i think me and daniel looked at each other and we we're like okay let's let's draw it back a little bit here because yeah. we're getting a little out let's of calm out it, of, out let's of calm it down here. a little yeah because yeah, like listen in real life if that's happening you i think you have a bigger problem than- that's what i said that's what i said to, to my roommate while we were because i watched yeah. this uh with my roommate i was like i was like if i ever had a daughter and she did that I yeah. would. Are you what? First of all, <laughs> that thing's like twenty four ninety five. Give yeah. me my twenty five bucks back. <laughs> Second of all, th- okay. So a little bit of context for the story: when she breaks it with the sledgehammer, her phone is completely fine somehow. But her brother's phone, the main character's, his screen is completely like busted up. Like he can still use it, but like his screen's all busted. Yeah. I, what is the mom saying? Well, son, if you can go a week without your phone, I'll buy you a new screen. How about your sister buys you a new screen? What? Like, she yeah. just bashed your phone in with a sledgehammer, and he, like, doesn't say anything to the sister. Like, yeah. I just, oh, my God. That, that was like, I, I um, actually didn't mind the dramatizations as much, but that was yeah. just like, that just bugged me because I was like, what is wrong with this girl? Why is she not getting repercussions? I was like, oh, my yeah. God. It was crazy. And I think it the well i say that was that was a problem i had with it the the rest of it was really good i thought the information mm-hmm. the people they had i mean they had all these people former employees of google twitter like i said facebook yeah. you know who had you know basically created these tools you know and i think they say it at one point is like you know never did they think when they were making these tools for these you know websites stuff like that or applications that they were ever going to be used in this mm-hmm. way or yeah. used it like like this and i think this it also as soon as i think the documentary was over me and danielle both went on our phones and looked at our screen time for all these apps oh and yeah and i think and it was it was really weird i mean mm-hmm. like 
maybe my my Twitter usage wasn't that high, but like, or maybe no, that was actually probably one of the highest. Like Facebook was probably on the lower end. Yeah, but like Twitter oh, was probably like yeah. All the for way me, up there Facebook for me, you know? is way. I, I'll almost every week, I I'm like, do I really need the Facebook app? Like I can't yeah. live without Messenger because that's my primary like communications tool. Mm-hmm. But like, Messenger ain't the problem, folks. Like <laughs> Facebook <laughs> is the problem. Yeah. Uh, but it's like, I'm like, but I I can't. I don't want to go without my my recipe videos and my and my you know what i mean and my five minute crafts and stuff yeah. so i'm like i'm like it, there's just that draw there and that's what this yeah. movie covers is that is that even though you might think like mind over matter you know willpower i don't yeah. need it at the end of the day you end up i mean you have the guy um um tj had had uh, talked about him I, I forget who it was but it was the guy who was who had worked at facebook then at google um it, oh, he's kind Harris, the google guy no 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 it was the yeah. other guy that um was like the main uh like oh he was the monetization guy at facebook that's who it was the guy that like had his dog that was like in his like uh, at the foot of his bed for the oh, interviews um, was this the guy sorry they also had the guy on who was like yeah basically i brought ads to this website yes whatever. yeah facebook yeah, yeah he guy. was the monetization yeah, yeah. he was chief of yeah, yeah, chief yeah. of monetization at facebook yeah um he even said oh and then that's what it was and then he went and worked at pinterest that's what it was yeah because he yes, said yeah. uh so this is the monetization guy at facebook who then went to run pinterest but he has this great thing where he was like, I literally worked all day at Pinterest and then I would come home and I would find myself scrolling through Pinterest like mm-hmm. all night. And he was like, I fall into the I'm literally one of the people that is like, how can we design this to get the most amount of people on it? And I fall trapped to it. Um, and then yeah. there was also a guy who was like, you know, I I come home and I'm like, I'm not going to bring the phone into bed. I'm not going to bring the phone into the bedroom. Yep. And then he was like, but 9 p.m. rolls around <laughs> and somehow I have yeah. my phone in my bed and I'm watching yeah. Facebook. Like, yeah. it, it, it's like it's crazy because like it's these guys and I do not want to um, what do I want to call it. I don't want to uh, sympathize isn't the right word. I don't want to act like these guys haven't been part of the problem. No, almost yeah. this documentary almost almost highlights the fact that that they were the problem that they are the problem the people in the yeah. documentary are the ones who did all this um now granted everybody in the documentary they're all former president they've all left the industry um you know after i'm, I'm sure they've if, made their you millions. Know, if you went up to jack dorsey ceo of twitter and said i want to do this documentary on how social media is hurting the world i'm sure that would not be allowed yeah you know, exactly <laughs> yeah so they, they're all uh, happily retired millionaires at the age of 27 that are in yeah. this uh, documentary. Um, but yeah, in terms of the documentary style, I don't know. We, I, It's kind of hard to to really nail down a flow of the review because it's just kind of a, a free-flowing kind of thing. Um, mm-hmm. But if we're breaking it down just with documentary style, I didn't mind it. Um, I, I found the dramatizations less annoying than some other dramatizations in other documentaries um because i liked that there was a kind of lead that there was like kind of a story um Mm -hmm. i liked that a lot uh so i guess i guess we i guess now we can give our star rating and then we can just kind of break down anything else that we want to talk about that we haven't talked about yet um so what would you give this uh for the star rating for letterboxd um 
I gave it a four. A four out of five? Okay. Yeah. I would probably give it... Now, I know that Letterboxd doesn't have uh, anything but half stars, but I, mm-hmm. I'd i give it a 3.75. Um, I'd give it a 3.75. Yeah. Um, I... I I liked it a lot, um, but it just it was just uh, it just didn't get all the way there for me, I guess. I don't know, mm-hmm. um, but I did like it a lot. Yeah, it's funny because when I told Danielle that I I wanted to watch it, and she was like, oh, well, it's a movie. I was like, no, it's like a documentary. And she goes, no, it's like a movie. But like, sla- I was like, what are you? I was like, what? Yeah, it's like <laughs> both know, at the like same time. Basically, it's yeah. both at the same time. Um, how about the how about uh, he's credited here, uh, Jaron lanyard he's credited as the founding father of virtual virtual reality that guy he was oh he the was hair off the chain the, oh yeah the dreads uh, yeah. guy yeah yeah he yeah, was yeah. Off the, he was <laughs> yeah he was nuts um <laughs> but yeah i mean i just i don't know i i think so for me i don't really have much more that i want honestly i don't really have much more that i need to cover on it just because it's just kind of something that i would say you know what we what we always try to do is do we recommend you watch this? Yeah, I recommend that you watch this. Um, I, I almost don't even want to speak too much to it just because I, I think it's something that you kind of have to experience for yourself and kind of come away with it with your own um, yeah. with with your own kind of outlook on life. Um, like, as yeah. I said, I watched this with my roommate um, and she is very much uh someone who who cannot separate herself from her phone for very long um and so we both tried to keep our phones away completely away for the for the watching of this yeah uh i broke once i I looked at it once so that i could google something just about the movie um but that's still using it and then she broke i think like three or four times um <laughs> but uh but it it's tricky and then i was like yeah i was like do i really want to and then again i i kind of flirted with the idea of of removing the facebook app like the main facebook app but i just couldn't do it i don't know why. i just couldn't do it at mm-hmm. the end of the day i just couldn't um but i would love yeah. to you know at the end of my i wish like you know at the end of your lifetime you would you would get mm-hmm. a little counter that'd be like how long you stared at you know a phone screen mm-hmm. <laughs> you know yeah. i wonder like what those numbers would probably be like ridiculously off the charts yeah well that's um, what that's what like people think is they're like they're like when you die maybe one of the things you get is you get this great big book of your statistics. You know what I mean? Where it's just like anything like you could just flip to any page and you're like, how long did I scroll Twitter for my Mm -hmm. life? And you're like, Oh, Oh, that's weird. I don't even want to see that (laughs) for 400 days. (laughs) Like just of scrolling Twitter. Yeah. And it's one of those things too. It's like, not that like, well, okay. You could say that, but, that when you t- they touch on the whole like kind of news aspect where it's almost like yes absolutely they, they portray it in the way is like okay you're you know you're pro gun or you're you know pro choice you know mm-hmm. you're not gonna see things that are pro life you know you're gonna keep yes. seeing the things that the, feed the your the, ideas uh, the you know? view isolate the view isolation where it's like yeah if you watch Fox News you mm-hmm. are only gonna get recommended fox news stuff you're and then yeah. you're only going to get recommended things that people that watch fox news fox news watch fox news watch yeah, yeah and then you get further and further into it and then yeah. it, like, like it, it just <laughs> like it pulls you in 
Yeah. Like if you you're watching Tucker Carlson, like you're probably not going to get an ad for, you know, Wolf last Blitzer. week's night with yeah, John yeah. Oliver. Or John Oliver. Yeah, that's probably yeah. Gonna, you'll get Bill Maher. Uh, yeah. You'll get Bill, which, yeah. by the way, um, if we want to throw that up, Bill Maher got renewed for uh, two more seasons. So. Oh, nice. Wow. Oh, boy. Um, <laughs> that's it's very scary. Is that's like, isn't that crazy, though, where it's like, you mm-hmm. know, people oh, are. Yeah. I, and I think they touch on it where it's oh, like, yeah people are yelling about this one side and, you know, and you're driving by, you know, it's, you know, I think, um, like you said, what's the political party again in it? Yeah. Extreme center. Yeah. So they're protesting and, you know, his sister's driving by mm-hmm. and they're talking, they're, this is the voiceover part where they're like, you know, you're thinking to yourself in the car, like, what are these, what are these idiots doing? But they say, it's like, well, they're not seeing your side. Mm-hmm. They're seeing on the internet only things that go and reinforce their ideals. You know, exactly. they're not going to see, yeah. you know, something that you, what you see. And it's mm-hmm. the same thing with you is you see the things that they reinforce you and your ideas and what you view like, on the world, but not what these other people think. <laughs> imagine this. I'm at, like, and they get into this, this movie, mm-hmm. honestly, it has maybe I would say three or four minutes dedicated to the f- the flat earth society and like the 5g stuff and it does oh, touch yeah, on yeah. covid a little bit you can tell that stuff was edited in more recently mm-hmm. um i mean you can't really tell but just with the timing you know that probably wasn't yeah. originally intended to be in there but now it is um but like if if somebody told you if you clicked a link from like a screen rant or something that said does Dwayne the rock johnson really have hair or is he just bald <laughs> And then and then you clicked another link a week later that said, what is the rock hiding? And then you like you just you just keep going down. And then all of a sudden you're at Dwayne Johnson's house about to confront him. You know what I mean? It's like no one else is getting that exact experience on Mm -hmm. Facebook. But if that is what your algorithm, if that's what the AI is determining for you, that it's realizing that you are interested in the fact that maybe Dwayne Johnson isn't the person he says he is. I don't know why this is yeah. my example, but Which that's basically the I, idea. I think people, you know, everybody that uses social media in some way, shape or form or the internet, everybody has a slight inkling to the fact that, you know, uh, you click on something, you're going to get rec- recommended something else that has to do with that other thing. Yeah, exactly. you know, but it's also, it's also weird to hear the people that worked there, you know, and work explain it in such detail and com- explain it and tell you like, it's actually way bigger than you think it is. Like, it's not like, you know, this is like everybody. It's not just like, Oh, you, and it, it, you know, it almost feeds into the feeds into the whole, like they don't touch on this at all or anything, but it's, you know, the same thing where, um, you know, you, you, people say, Oh, I was just talking about, uh, paper towels and I just got an ad for paper towels two seconds mm-hmm. later where it's, you know, yeah. where it's people think your phone's, which honestly, let's be honest. It probably is. Oh, your phone absolutely. is listening to you, absolutely. but it's also you like, you know, Oh, I'm going to go, let me search, let me Google, you know, paper towels. And then, you know, an hour later app completely like you're yeah, not you get, you get an Instagram ad for, for bounty yeah, for. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Where it's just like all this information and, I think they even touched on it too, where it's like, they know like everything about you. Let's be honest. Like they have everything on you at this point. Mm-hmm. And where, and they also do that whole, like, I don't even know how to explain it. It's, you know, it's the kid and he's on his phone. And basically it's <laughs> three tech guys in like 
Uh, oh yeah, the scenes uh, where they're like kind of playing his phone, basically. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> where it's like three tech guys, um, and they're like sitting around a computer, and they're like, "All right, we got him with this ad, so let's send another ad this way." And they send mm-hmm. it out, and it pops up, and he clicks on that, and they go, and they go, "Oh, we got him." He goes, Let, "Let's send him this too," and then you know, and it's, it shows his face. His face is just glued to the screen, and literally, as the movie goes, as it goes on, they're building him. They're like building basically that, like, his AI model like his AI. Think about yeah, if you've ever seen the game <laughs> super hot, like it's like this, like it starts out this just white, like poly figure of kind yeah. of a person, basically. And then by the end of it, it gets the the actual model that like TJ is saying, mm. it's literally going. <laughs> yeah, it's really creepy. Too. The whole movie. It is really creepy. <laughs> Where it's, it's like it's it basically starts as like that the thing. master to you. <laughs> exactly. It starts as that like weird, like polymorph like figure. And then slowly mm-hmm. it looks more and more like him to the point where it's just the actor at the end going like this, like looking at <laughs> yeah. the different apps and stuff. It's like, it's so weird, but it's kind of cool. And, and it really gets the message across. It really does get the no, message yeah. across. I, yeah. I mean, um, I definitely came out of it like self-conscious, but it probably mm-hmm. lasts like an hour. <laughs> I yeah, was like, yeah, yeah. I'd forgot about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? um, but yeah, what's it called? Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I think I, I think for that, uh, I mean, unless there is, do you have anything else you want to touch on that we haven't? No, that's on? kind of all I wanted to touch on, honestly. Yeah, like, same, definitely. Same I would here. definitely recommend watching it. I would absolutely recommend. I think it's something that you have to watch for yourself and you have to make your own opinion on it because it affects. Every, obviously, what the movie's about is saying it affects everybody differently. Literally, mm-hmm. every single person has a totally different algorithm um, that that affects them differently. Um so like you look at what I was saying about like my roommate, like she clearly her phone knows that she looks at it more than I do. You know what I mean? Like, and yeah. so that just makes her look at it more and it knows that I don't grab it that much. So it like, it's maybe my phone is working harder to get my attention, yeah. but I'm not giving it to it. <laughs> you know what I, I mean? There's <laughs> some also things like where they show where I think it's, uh, there's notifications like you just would not get like where it's oh, it like, said, oh, like your, your ex-girlfriend is, is dating your friend. Yeah. It's you're, like, well, that's you're, not a thing that would ever happen. Like that yeah. just wouldn't come up, <laughs> you know, but yeah. I, I you get like the point they're trying to make, obviously. And also there's a point where he goes downstairs to the fridge and they're like, all right, we got to get him back in. And they send yeah. a notification, <laughs> but the phone was supposed to be off. So it's like, I don't. How did that work? But it's oh, whatever. I didn't even realize that. Yeah, because the mom <laughs> turned it off when she put it. But right. it's whatever. Yeah, um, that's funny. <laughs> but yeah, I, I would definitely recommend it. Um, but yeah, like we said, I mean, it's just we're, we're going for a shorter show here. We're trying to get wrap up before nine o'clock. I think we definitely achieved that. Um, yeah. You know, just a little bit. I, we just want to throw in uh, right at the end here because it did break um, just a little bit before we went on that uh moonlight director barry jenkins is helming a live action lion king 2 uh at walt disney pictures um <laughs> what are your thoughts on this i'll just say my thoughts i think this is a terrible idea i think the first movie was um atrocious and gave me nightmares for a very long time nightmares? um oh my god well the character models um oh. so what are your thoughts on uh, on just this news and then we'll wrap up uh, I've never seen the remake, and I've also never seen the sequel Lion Kings either. So honestly, well, I have no uh, idea. In part like, of the report it did say it's not going to be based on Simba's pride. It's going to be a new Lion oh, King too. Not? 
No, yeah, it's going to be a new Lion King 2. What? Why? Well, to me, <laughs> it honestly, did make a lot of money. Well, it to made, me, like, a billion dollars. It? Putting it in an original <laughs> sequel makes more sense yeah. than what the first movie did, which literally was a shot for shot remake mm-hmm. of the animated one. At yeah. least give me a new story. At least yeah. give me that, because the first yeah. movie was so unnecessary. It was it was ridiculous. Um, but yeah, so that's happening. Um, <laughs> so we've had to look forward to, I guess. Um, but yeah, with that, I think we're good to go ahead and close out uh, for the week. Um, so, yeah, I'll just say again, you know, my name is uh, Sean Monk. And I'm TJ Cornwell. And this has been the Planet Film Podcast. Always remember to be excellent to each other and party on, dudes.